Hi, I'm Marisa Monaco, and you're listening to What Are You Doing in Q2. This episode, I catch up with a former coworker, an artsy fartsy babe transplanted from Hong Kong to Brooklyn to South Florida, but hopefully Brooklyn again. Let's give it up for my next guest. Hi, I'm Jay Hu, and I really want to truly define my creative style in 2021 so I can have full control of the brands and projects I want to work on. Take control, (laughs) Jay. Take control. Well, you've Mm -hmm. always been, I feel like you've always had a style. Like I, since I've known you, you know, we used to work together. I've seen it evolve just from the, how long have we known each other now? Like three years? I would I say guess. three, two, two, three, three years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years. I don't know. Where's the time gone? But I've seen it evolve. And I feel like, well, I feel like I'm just going to jump right into GPA 6.9 or 69, however it's <laughs> said out loud. But do you feel like you've been discovering or tapping into like your creative style? <laughs> I feel like um, my style definitely had evolved like at the beginning of my creative journey, I would say it is so tacky. Looking back at my work, I'm just like, oh my God, like what in the Tumblr 2012 kind of vibe, but like, I don't know, tribal (laughs) prints and all that crap. But um, now I feel like me being a more matured woman and seeing more like creative work from all sorts of people that I met in my journey, I definitely have defined my style a little bit more. But um, I'm, like, quite confident of where I'm at right now. But at the same time, like, seeing all these amazing designers out there, like, looking at design agencies, advertising agencies, I'm just like, damn, like, I want to be able to really hone my craft and be recognized for one specific style. And people can just kind of, like, come for me and go, like, Jay, we want to work with you because I like your style. That would be so dope. But, um, yeah, thank you for the compliment. So I'm glad that you kind of see some like a style. I mean it. I mean it. Well, I saw, (laughs) you know, I saw your work go from very design heavy, illustration heavy, if you will, not illustration, you know what I mean, to Mm -hmm. like full on raunchy photography, but in the best way possible. (laughs) I don't mean raunchy, like, ew, that's trash. I mean, like, I want to be dripping in whatever's in that photograph. (laughs) as an outsider I feel like you are well on your way to defining your your creativity and your style I think when (laughs) you're in it you don't feel it as much but I promise you from my perspective I've seen it like blossom yeah that's that's such a good thing to hear because like like you said being the creative behind the creative itself it's always very hard to um see it as like an audience point of view because you tend to like nitpick everything oh yeah you as a copywriter you're just kind of like writing a line you're like is it good though and then we're just like girl it's awesome like it gets to the point you know but um, we are our worst critics we're our our own we are you know like we're the worst on ourselves we're the hardest on ourselves Absolutely. So, um, yeah, GPA 6.9, uh, that's how you pronounce it. 6.9 is so stupid. Like the name is so stupid, but basically it is kind of like a creative outlet that my partner, John and I created like a year and a half ago. Um, so we take like really raunchy photography, kind of like spoofing the industry, the creative industry in, in general. So we both are art directors and working in advertising. 
we do realize that a lot of advertising has a lot of concept, but it lacks of craft. While the art industry has so much craft and talent, yet it lacks of concepts. So mm-hmm. GPA 6.9, our photography brand is somewhere in between, kind of like striking a balance. And yeah, that's pretty much what GPA 6.9 is. We're pretty much trolls. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like just so much fun, just just mocking and making fun of everyone. <laughs> yes. I but, mean, no, um, seriously, you guys, though, I like that you refer to yourself as trolls, but I would say you're you're sexy trolls. Like I love whenever <laughs> you pop up on my feed. So by the way, everyone go follow at GPA 6.9. I'm also doing an oh, ad for you wow. right now. I'm promoting oh, you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you need sexy trolls in your life. <laughs> so um, with GPA 6.9, I feel like I've seen you post work that you've done for clients. Have you been taking on clients as GPA? That's so funny you brought it up because like one of our friends who is like a marketing strategy person, she said like, oh, you should turn GPA into like a creative studio. But John and I are just like, nah, we're just going to keep it into like an art account so that we can like express it however the way we want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, because once you turn into like a creative studio, it gets a little bit more complicated and you kind of like lack flexibility. But we did got hit up a couple of times to work with clients. Uh, one of the ones is like, um, I can't say what it is, but it was a condom company that's like quite big, but unfortunately it didn't really work. But it is all good because like we have our eyes on like a couple of brands. So hopefully in 2021, we can make it happen. We'll see. But um we do have like a couple of exciting things going on with GPA 6.9, such as like uh, we just finished our third magazine, the third one. So we will be launching it soon. And then afterwards, we'll be making like a coffee table book. So that's like super Ooh, exciting. Oh, uh, that's, that's yeah. so exciting. I want to get a <laughs> coffee table book. We'll send you guys one. <laughs> Please do. And when I have merch, I will be sending it right back to you. <laughs> yes, please. Hashtag ad, hashtag influencer, right? Hashtag influencers of 2021. We're coming at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which speaking of influencing people, I spy you are drinking. Is that a White Claw? Yes, that's a White are Claw. You, um, are, you a, are you a White Claw hoe? <laughs> Honestly, I'm any sort of alcohol kind of hoe. I'll put it this way. <laughs> okay. I'm and, not like the massive like, oh, like I like whatever gin with like whatever spritz. Like I'm not like that. Whatever gets me drunk, I'm happy with it. Okay. So whatever gets you drunk, you're happy with. Just give me the drunk juice. Exactly. So you are in Florida right now. When did you exactly when did you go to Florida? Because so listeners, I know I should share that Jay actually was in Brooklyn um so and then the next thing I knew you were in Florida so how did that happen (laughs) so um it's because like COVID was going pretty crazy and my partner really wants to be closer to his family which totally Mm -hmm. makes sense and me being from Hong Kong with the experience of SARS back in I think it's 2012 so I kind of knew that with the whole COVID situation this whole thing is gonna be really serious in a matter of months I would say and it really did happen so we decided to make the decision how dumb was that sentence decide to make the decision English <laughs> no, isn't my sentence. first language <laughs> it's okay your but English we, is better than mine sometimes. <laughs> stop like we made the decision to go from New York to Florida and we had been staying here since then and uh 
Yeah, I would say it's uh, quite different from New York City. When was that? It was like, uh, like August 2019. No, 2019. You mean 2020? Is it 2020? 2020, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh I was like, God. no, I I was working <laughs> with you and seeing you every day in August 2019. <laughs> like, whoa, is that a hologram of you? Okay, okay, got it. Okay, so you went from like the belly of the beast, New York City, to we don't have to necessarily get into the politics of it, but then you went to Florida, a different belly of the beast, where it was like, I don't know, when I was there, it felt like COVID was totally irrelevant like no fucks are given just do your life so can you share like your your perspective of like New York City versus Florida (laughs) oh yeah definitely but to be fair when I was in New York that's when COVID really hits hard so that's why everyone I'm guessing Florida included that everyone's like super careful with it and stuff like that but now and then I moved to uh, Florida. That's when COVID starts to like kind of calm down a little calm bit down. compared to mm-hmm. like a month before. But I do notice, like in terms of people in general, Floridians really don't give a fuck, man. Like they they're just like, oh, whatever. Like I, I'm guessing because like um, the population in Florida isn't as dense as New York City. So everyone's just well, kind of yeah, like, that, oh, you're kind of far I think from it's also anyway, like, it's, so. it's outdoor, a lot of outdoor stuff, you know, like, which we don't really have as much of in the Northeast. Like we, it exists. Like, I think things kind of started to lighten up a bit in surrounding areas of New York in like the summer because of, you know, the outdoor options, whereas Florida, like, you know, 24 seven all year long, it's outdoor options, you know? Absolutely. But I just... But I definitely experienced culture shock being there. <laughs> <laughs> culture shock is the best way to put it. I was yeah. extremely culture shocked. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I try. I still try not to like go out too much. Even like everything is rather outdoor here because I, I just generally don't want to risk it. And the only the only times that I go out is like go for a Starbucks run. I've become so basic. But oh, my God, I love a good caramel macchiato. Oh my gosh, that was, (laughs) oh yeah, that was like, I remember in college, I'd be like, oh, I'm studying or like, oh, I'm hungover. Literally any excuse. I'd be like, I'm getting an iced caramel because, you know, I was in Miami. Oh yeah. So you're in Florida. You get it. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. iced caramel macchiato. And then I wonder why I gained so much weight in college. It's because I was drinking (laughs) fucking caramel macchiatos every other, not every other day, but definitely all the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. are you now are you happy that starbucks has now uh added oat milk to the milk lineup or you're like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck but like my favorite is whole milk which is like the fattiest of them oh my gosh jay you would love (laughs) whole milk okay so jay is a beautiful twig not a twig but you have like a beautiful model figure and of course you can just afford to be drinking whole milk macchiatos oh my god on the regular. look at your abs and then talk okay okay to we me. don't know no. i didn't i didn't say that to get a compliment <laughs> back but thank no, you no 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 <laughs> uh it's okay i eat cheese so i balance out your whole milk with my cheese eating <laughs> sorry oh my, my vegan gosh. friends sorry to my vegans out there um so if you don't mind me asking you to elaborate i thought it was very very interesting that you just brought up experiencing SARS firsthand, whereas like, you know, all of us Americans, we hear heard it on the news, but we didn't like fully experience it like 
you might have in Asia or even like, I don't know if you were in Asia at the time, but your family would have. So for you, when you were hearing news about COVID, I guess in your family is still there. So I guess maybe by talking to them, do you feel like you had a almost like a premonition or you felt like you were prepared for what was coming versus all of us idiots here? Like, oh, it's not going to happen, whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't say idiots. I I think SARS is actually 2004, not 2012. Yeah, like, it was like time 2012. Time is irrelevant yeah. anymore. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, obviously I was like really young, but I do remember that all of a sudden my mom is like, the news is constantly talking about this virus and my mom is just like oh you gotta wash your hands and stuff like that so basically what happened back in hong kong is that uh, everyone decided to just wear masks after the news saying like hey wearing masks is a little bit of a better option so everyone from like a just one day difference like the entire hong kong is wearing masks just from like one day of like normality and then all of a sudden everyone's wearing masks um, so that was like quite a bit of a drastic difference. I remember I was in primary school, which is like um, middle school for U.S. people. So we have to wear a mask to go to school. And it was like really awkward, I would say. But unfortunately, at that time, we do not have the option of doing Zoom class because mm-hmm. technology. I sound so old. But I'm not. No, that but old, you're but right. At the time, you're right. <laughs> like zoom just video call doesn't really exist back then so we couldn't really take classes so kids are still forced to go to school but then eventually they had to kind of like tell schools to like okay time to shut down for like a month and we have this thing called blackboard and it's basically teachers just posting like homework and we have to do it online and then submit it did I submit it no I didn't <laughs> No one will ever know. <laughs> no one. Because it's just so interesting because, you know, like I feel like me growing up, I heard about SARS, but then I was like, heard my parents talking about it on the news, moving on. You know, like it didn't really impact us here. So it's just like, it's a totally different, you know, experience growing up that you had experience, you know, obviously not on the same level, but, you know, something like yeah. that in your, you know, childhood. So it's just so, it's just, I don't know. I just found it really fascinating. I was like, whoa, I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, uh, it's just like this COVID situation is like a billion times more serious than SARS because it's like a worldwide pandemic situation right now, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But um, yeah, overall, I, I, I feel like it's somewhat similar to Hong Kong, but unfortunately, there are people who ref- still refuse to wear a mask and becomes mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like a spreader, like a <laughs> potential yes. spreader of COVID. So that really sucks. Yes. Well, I totally hear you there. We don't have to get into it, but I'm sure many of us listening and have, have similar feelings with, with the whole mask thing. But I will say, mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't bring this up either. Maybe I'll, this will also somehow be polarizing, but you know, you keep hearing that like flu, um, flu cases are down and stuff. And it's funny. Cause like going into the winter, I was literally like, I bet there's going to be like no cases of the flu. Cause we're all wearing masks. We're all staying at home and whatever. And like, fuck yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm ready to wear a mask every fucking winter from now on. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm like, well, I'm also like a mega, um, germaphobe. So, um, I also feel like I was prepared my whole life for this because, um, I already have anxiety with germs. So going into COVID, I was like, all right, I already washed my hands 
7,000 times a day. Let's bump it up to 14,000 times. <laughs> um, but well, anyway, I'm getting very <laughs> off topic. Um, but I'm just trying to segue away from the mess. But so tell me now that we're really talking about COVID, how have you been occupying yourself as of late? Honestly, I've been doing quite a bit of like freelance work. So that's like actually been really fun. And I really enjoy doing like more of like a branding design artsy fartsy because back then what we do is like more conceptual, right? So it's Mm kind of like bringing the conceptual side of things into design and branding. So I really enjoy that. That takes up a lot of my time. But otherwise, like I would say that I have been doing quite a bit of cooking. Am I good at it? I'm not sure, but I do like to, but my partner, John had been saying that the food tastes good. I don't know if he's forced to say that just to be polite and not get into trouble or is my food actually good? I don't know. But um, I'm like, you guys have been together long enough. He could tell you whether or not he likes it. He better be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we've been cooking a little bit. Um, One of the dishes that I've been trying to like fart around is uh, creating dumplings (gasps) from scratch. Absolutely from scratch. So that's fun. And uh, I would say not bad. Like it tastes not bad. Ooh, did your, um, did your parents or your mom or, you know, grandparents, whoever, did you guys make dumplings growing up or no? My grandma used to do that. And uh, honestly, I don't remember much because like back when I was younger, I was just like yeah. farting around playing with the flower when I was younger. But um, <laughs> I did go on YouTube to learn like, mm-hmm. and also like TikTok. I'm obsessed with TikTok. There's so Dude, many like easy recipes. TikTok oh is God. taking over the I world, man. I'm, I'm not <laughs> surprised that you love TikTok, but I'm not going to lie. We, uh, Jameson and I, I will say, uh, you know, not every night of the week, but at least one night of the week, we waste way too much time before we go to sleep, just scrolling his TikTok <laughs> together. But it's good, man. I got to keep up with whatever the hell these kids are doing today. If I got to keep up with this work we do, like I've been working on like TikTok shit for work. I'm like, I don't, I don't even have a TikTok, you know, but, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do to pretend you're in, in whatever the new generation is that's coming up. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, um, wait, I'm so dumplings. You. Have you been doing veggie dumplings, pork dumplings, like what, or just, you know, I'm just so curious. I love dumplings. So I would say like all sorts of dumplings because like you can, you can put whatever you want, mushroom, vegetables, like chicken, pork, anything like, but my favorite would be soup dumplings. Oh yes. Yum. The best. Like it's, but it's like a little bit hard, harder to make than like regular dumplings because you kind of like have to pinch it at the top. Mm-hmm. But oh man, like the first moments when you bite into the soup dumplings and like the juices rushes out, the best. The best. It's uh, so, I don't even know if I could handle making a soup dumpling, but <laughs> I can definitely handle having a soup dumpling squirt in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so dirty. Uh, okay, so from raunchy photography to raunchy dumplings. <laughs> Do you have like a um like a special like um steamer, you know, like the or do you just like do you just what do you use? Cuz when I make my Trader so, Joe's dumplings, I just follow the bag, which I know is totally different than making hand homemade dumplings. So basically I have like this metal crate kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of small. So it fits into my pot. I put a little bit of water inside a pot 
put the gr- crate on top and then I put the dumplings on it, close the lid and turn on the fire so that the water would just kind of like steam up the mm. entire thing. So okay, that's so it turns into a steamer. Yeah, it's like similar to a traditional like yeah. I have like a steamer like that. Ooh, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love that you've been cooking. I thought you were, I was like ready to be like, okay, so you're going to the beach every day from what it looks like on Instagram. <laughs> Don't trust Instagram. I'll tell you that. <laughs> this is true. I know. Instagram is only, is is far from reality. We'll call it that. So far. How often do you guys go to the, to the beach? Because I'm very jealous that it's worn uh, by you. I would say like two to three times a week. Usually like on a weekdays, like when I want to be like a basic bitch. And then I was just like, all right, let's go to Starbucks. I'm feeling spontaneous. Let's go to the beach and have like a morning walk kind of situation. So -hmm. before we go deep dive into work, we just kind of like have a stroll on the beach. Oh, that's so so cute. No, I love that. (laughs) I'm like, why wasn't I doing that? Well, I was going for walks on the beach every day, but I wasn't working while we were there. So I was I was unemployed, but you know, I'm self-employed. So I just was not working at the time, but I love it. That is so adorable. Uh, wait, what beach do you guys go to? Cause I was trying to figure out what beach you usually go to. I believe honestly, like I'm so bad with geography, but I believe uh, the one that we always goes to is, uh, go to is Coral Cove. Okay. Cause I got, I got to ask, um, John, I'm really curious. Cause I know you guys yeah. are in PGA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were so close. I was in North Palm Beach. So close. Yes, I know. I'm just like stupid for not meeting up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Next time you come over. You I know. know I, I'll be back. I'm, I'm there too often. So I'll definitely be back. So don't you worry. Okay. We'll make it happen. Um, okay. Well, I'm very curious. I talked about this recently in another episode and it got my mind percolating. Is there anything, it's a two-part question, is there anything you would keep from quarantine, like how your life has kind of changed or things that we do now? And is there anything you want back from before COVID? Um, so I personally, I'm a little bit of an introvert. I do like working from home, but I do miss the collaborative environments an office provides. Um, so I, I, this is so stupid, but I really miss my commute to work. That's like one thing I really miss. Um, and I kind of miss like drinking at like a bar, like a rowdy, like shitty dive bar. That's like something that I really miss. But um, yeah, I feel like that's the only thing that I really miss from pre-COVID. Did I answer I miss a smelly, you did. I miss a smelly ass rowdy bar as well. I miss it. <laughs> like, so, especially cause where I am now is like, you know, the Jersey shore, which you would think would be full of smelly <laughs> rowdy bars. But where I am is like super remote compared to the rest of the Jersey shore. So we have like three, even in normal times, pre COVID, we have like three bars to choose from all of which are smelly, but they're like boring, like sleepy bars with like a fucking liquor store surrounding you. It's very bizarre. I'll have to like map it out for you. Um, (laughs) Or one of them is a beach bar. So I really can't complain, but it's like closed during the year. So that sucks. But like, I miss that too. I like feel like I'll always think about, or even like now that's getting nicer kind of out. I'm like weirdly like, Oh, Jameson, like 
I kind of wish we were in the city right now to like go walk and get a drink somewhere. And it's like, I know this is like such first world problems, but I'm like, I miss the like little simple things, you know, or even like, I love that you mentioned commuting to work because never did I ever think I would ever <laughs> fucking say I miss the New York city subway, but it's, there's something really weird about like, I low key miss like the like hum of it, you know, like the, oh, yeah. it's just like a part of my day that I never realized that I actually kind of turned off in that moment. Whereas now, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Life is like an amorphous mob now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, what day I, I, is I, it? Exactly. Like, does it even matter anymore? Like, that's kind of how I feel every single day. But yeah, like, there's just something about the transit. It's just so fun to look back on. Like, I really miss seeing, like, people doing random shit. You, you know, Subway Creatures on Instagram? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And I miss seeing that every day. Yes. The thing is, I feel like people who don't aren't from New York City or don't live there think that's like a totally made up or like an anomaly. Whereas that is the norm. Like subway creatures is so fucking accurate. And then it's like, if you don't see anything weird on your ride, that is an anomaly. I I have a question for you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your question? What is the craziest shit you've ever seen on the subway on the subway okay here we go well i was just gonna say which isn't even the craziest thing thing i've seen on the subway but i will say i used to see regularly on my commute in the morning to our job that we both worked at um i used to see all the time i would say like several times a month i would happen to be riding the same same fucking cart as this family it was a father and his two young sons they must have been like I want to say I'm not really good with kid ages because I'm the youngest in my family on like all sides, but I want to say there were like five, six, seven, eight, like it was like two young boys, right? Between ages okay. five and eight. And they are climbing the fucking poles and hanging upside down. Like it's a jungle gym. And I'm like, in the morning, kids, in the morning, in the morning, kind of like, <laughs> oh, on the way home. It's like, if, if it is like, if the, and it's like, didn't matter if the cart was empty, didn't matter if the cart was packed. And this dude didn't give a fuck, would just be like scrolling his phone, like lifting the kids up, helping them to get to the top bar. And I'm like, whoa, this is something I've never witnessed before. So it's, it's funny because it's not even the craziest thing, but it kind of is the craziest thing, just how chill this dude was i'm like i'm thinking oh i'm over here thinking about germs like gross they could break their head they could whack somebody else in the head like it was just very odd you should give them like a dollar <laughs> yes that's a, they were literally like performers like like that's the thing you would think i'd be like oh these performers that came on like they stopped the whole thing because that shit does happen but it was no it was like these little kids were the performers but they didn't even know they were performing Unless they did know they were, no, but I even saw one time a guy like confronted the dad and was like, this is so inappropriate. Like they could get hurt. And I was like, whoa, dude, not your, not your place. <laughs> I was like, this dad knows exactly what oh they're doing. God. Cause I see them all the time. That's, that's insane though. Like, but, but I do see that like people jumping up and down all the time, but never kids, never. It's always like maybe high school, you know, like always like, yeah. Kinda, like, older badass no these kids were like performing a fucking like Cirque du Soleil on the subway at ages five (laughs) through eight I hope they make it somewhere because they're really they were 
it was amazing. But anyway, what about you? And now I want to hear yours. We could probably go on mm. for days with this. Oh my God. Like I've seen so many crazy shit. I don't even know which one's the craziest, but perhaps like I would say after you like go to work a little bit early in the morning, I would say like 7.30, it was like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I see a guy snort a line of cocaine off his iPhone. <laughs> also, I'm like, it's, go to fucking it's in the, the financial <laughs> district. Like, dude, like where are you? Like, was it like, what, did he look like he had work or he was like, who knows? I don't think he's like a Wall Street finance bro, but it's more okay. like like a regular guy. Just like regular like, ass dude. <laughs> yeah, like seven thirty in the morning. Really have to. Yes. <laughs> that's maybe he like was out all night and then wanted to stay up. I don't know. That's I don't know. Oh, I just like burp pickup. I'm sorry to everyone who heard that. But <laughs> um I actually have a really crazy story. It's not my story to tell. It's Jameson. Uh-huh. But I when he tells this story, it's the craziest story I've heard. And I've, you know, obviously heard of like you know, seeing a dead person, like, cause that's also normal. Really? In New York. Someone, oh yeah. But do you know the trifecta of how, you know, you're a New Yorker It's what? seeing a homeless person pee or poop, you know, the, the usual yes. check, check, seeing them masturbate. All right. Also seen that I've seen, not that it matters if it's a man or a guy, but there's, I don't know. You kind of expect it to be a dude. I've seen a bitch fingering herself on the streets. Okay. Shut yes, up. that's New York, oh. everyone. New York. Okay, so pee poop. That's one. So you know, going to the bathroom, um, masturbating, and a a dead person. That's like you know, like a dead, sad, but like a homeless person who has passed. That's the trifecta of how you know you're a New Yorker. As sad as that is. Okay, so. Not even including that. This is the craziest story I've heard. One time, Jameson, um, you know, my partner, he was riding the subway on, like, the way to work. You know, like, classic seven thirty, eight o'clock type deal, right? Way to work mm-hmm. um, from, like, Brooklyn to Manhattan or whatever. So it's a long time ago. But he's <laughs> riding the subway. And this woman has, like, a baby. Like, you know, like an infant. Like a baby that she's, like, holding mm-hmm. or whatever. And like, you know, another man is like, oh, you know, like making face at it, like cute. And it's like sweet. And like the mom kind of smiles at him, like whatever. And he's like making faces and stuff, like smiling at it, whatever. And the next thing you know, Jameson looks over and the guy has the baby's fist in his mouth. And the woman had no idea. And all of a sudden she like, and Jameson's just like in shock. All of a sudden she turns and like <laughs> screams her head off, obviously flings her baby out of his mouth. And it's like the craziest story I've ever heard. I cannot even imagine a grown ass man putting a straight, putting any baby's fist in his mouth, but a stranger's child. That's why I'm like, I can't raise my kids in New York city because I would have a fucking panic attack, panic attack that either they're going to lick the pole or someone's going to lick their fist. <laughs> Holy <sighs> moly. Imagine telling like someone like, Oh my God, like a stranger sucks my baby's. Yeah. Fist. Like you are <laughs> scarred for, you're not scarred for like even five minutes. You're scarred for life. You're literally then you, then you have to tell, imagine telling your child when they grow up, just so you know, one time when you were a baby, some man put your your hand in his mouth. 
a stranger <laughs> I don't even know. And I'm like, and he's, is he doing this to multiple babies? Like, is he just out there fist fisting his mouth with baby's hand? <laughs> so anyway, that's the craziest Holy story. And Jameson's going to be pissed that wow. I stole it. He's going to be pissed I stole it for my thunder. But I, you you asked me the question and I, I stole the story. So, But at least I'm giving him credit. Wow. It's his story, not mine. That's wild. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really insane. Oh, man. Well, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, on that story, should we end? Do we have anything else we want to share? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Do you have any other questions? I have, I have a question. Do you and do you and John see yourselves moving back to New York? Or are you guys like, we are we wrapped things up. We're in Florida now. Like, we'll see where the world takes us. Oh, my God. We're definitely going back to New York. A hundred percent. You're like, I wouldn't be caught dead living here longer than a year. <laughs> Your words, not mine. But I would love to be back in New York soon, maybe in like a month or two. But honestly, like with the cold COVID situation, like I feel like there's no point of like really planning on anything right now because every single day there's like something new happening. So we'll see. Honestly, and I would just like to say, I'm going to top that off. I think it's kind of the beauty of COVID. Obviously, it's been a really awful, really shit year plus. We're not even out of it, right? But I will say, I'm, I thank you, COVID, for, I feel like I'm so like, I don't know. I don't know what tomorrow is. So I don't know where the fuck I'm going to live in a month. Like, who cares? I'll figure it out when it happens. You know, like, it's kind of nice not being concerned, like, what's the next step? And to be present, honestly. And to be present, exactly. We are now forced to be present. And exactly. now I feel like we can, we should end on that. That was beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much again for interviewing me and congrats on this amazing podcast. No, thank you, Jay. Thank you for being here. <laughs> ba-ba-da-doo, ba-ba-doo.